0: Antics. Hello, 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 and welcome to our what I believe is almost 20th, but probably 19th episode of NYT Antics. Thank you so much for listening. Um, first of all, I just want to apologize for my voice. Allergies are going just absolutely ham on me. This Let me is tell the you. the greatest mm, way to start a podcast. It's with just an the apology. truth. And if people are listening and they're like, hmm, her voice sounds annoying. I want to That's apologize why. for
1: having a really good voice right now. Oh,
0: you want to apologize for that? Yeah. Can I try it out mm, real quick? Yeah, go ahead.
1: Okay. I found a penny at the gas station, and I wrote a song about it. This is totally original, so... Oh, my gosh. I found a i found a, lucky penny. He found a lucky penny i found a lucky penny as i walked, walked. Deedle deedle right, i think that's enough okay
0: that's i never thought I'd no see the okay day. anyway um yeah allergies hurricane laura did not hit us but i think the humidity is probably doing hurricane something. allergies yeah man. i think that's a thing right yeah. hurricane i told somebody that at macaroni so. grill when i was serving them and they're like so you're allergic to hurricanes
1: Shout out to Macaroni Grill. And I was like,
0: um, I'm not. Anyway, we're going to be starting off with a little bit of a news segment so you all know what's happening in the Broadway world. I know it feels like there's nothing happening Bro- in the Broadway, Broadway world. Broadway
1: world. Broadway world. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it feels like there's probably nothing happening there, but there is there is stuff happening. And so yep. let's talk about it. First of all, um, the Tony Awards. I know a lot of people were disappointed when they were canceled. They were usually, Tony Awards usually scheduled for happening in June, and they canceled them. And everybody was like, what the heck? Why? Um, the cutoff for musicals is still the same, February 19th, um, but they are going to do a virtual streaming of the Tonys. In the fall. They don't have a specific date, but it's going to be digital, and it will be happening. So we can probably tune in. It probably won't be a very different... Honestly, it won't be a very different viewing experience for us. Right. It'll be a a
1: two-and-a-half-hour political speech.
0: Probably. But it will still be just watching the Tonys. Streaming it digitally is not any different. It'll probably only be different for the actors that would usually attend. So that's pretty exciting.
1: And, well, let me put a plug in for West Side Story, because I was watching some show on TV mm-hmm. and they were like going behind the scenes of the new production of West Side Story yeah. which I'm hoping will be I don't know if it made the deadline or whatever was required but it the things they were doing with that show were insane did you did you did you I see not, what they're doing no. okay so they didn't have any scenery really it was just this giant screen with projections and then they had like some of the things they added were like full on full stage rain for the fight scene they had Rain? Yes, rain. Like, well, it's, you know, a yeah. effect, but it's real water and real rain. And um, the other thing they did was they had a camera crew that followed, it went to certain scenes backstage. So, like, when Tony and Maria are in their bedroom scene, having their song and their dialogue, there's a camera set up to film it. So the audience is watching the live actors through video on this giant screen backstage. So isn't that interesting that they like broke the the broke the you know
0: the wall the, between like backstage? Yeah, and backstage. The, the,
1: there's no longer a wall between a backstage and onstage. Whoa. And so I'm wondering what, how the the Tony voters will r- respond to that you know creative. Is that in thinking.
0: response to coronavirus at all? Or no, was this, this was crazy? all they
1: made. They staged the, the show started started in like September. So oh, this is w- yeah. well before it. It'll any be of in this. for Tonys in for sure. Yeah. So and then it, it got cut off um obviously because of all this, but I'm interested interested to see where this one lands in terms of awards. I wonder
0: if they'll stream it so people can see it. Uh,
1: what I saw, it was like a 60-minute special or whatever it was. It was like incredible. That's it was incredible cool. what the these these directors were doing with with uh, material. Very
0: cool. So, yeah. Interesting. I like that. Um, Broadway's definitely on hold right now but that's cool they were getting creative before they got shut down we'll see how this quarantine helps with creative juices also um ac- actors equity which is the basically the I don't know if, if it's a company or a non-profit. it's like the union the for- union for actors that allows um basically actors to get paid, has decided that actors are allowed to do live performances in New England. And if you don't know what New England is, because I didn't know what New England was until I entered high school, um, it's not a state. It is a region. It's the northeast of the United States. Several states. Yes. It's like a little collection. And I think um, that's interesting because I know a lot of actors have been freaking out uh, because they haven't been able to make money, like legally, because it's all been shut down for the sake of coronavirus so uh well a lot of actors don't
1: make money anyway so yes but different. at least
0: the option was there yeah um now the option's not even yeah not even there but i think
1: actors just really thrive not not if you're an actor you go into it knowing you're not going to make a lot of money so that it's not really i would say it's probably not just about money it's just about being on a stage like yeah. all of the actors in our our theater are they're done with like virtual acting and virtual training yes. and virtual they're like we're done with that. We want to do a live theater experience. This yeah. is why we do what we do.
0: Yeah, exactly, cuz like if they wanted to go to film and television, they would go into film and television. Right. They didn't go into theater so they could be broadcast, you know? Right. Like it's
1: Exactly. Also,
0: nobody likes watch maybe some people do, but I know that I don't love watching shows on film cuz they're not as good. They're never
1: they're not even I would say they're not even half, half as good as when you see it live. Well, the
0: energy of the audience changes everything. Right. And when there's no audience, what the heck? You can't
1: really hear the laughter. You can't really feel the energy. Exactly. The applause is muted. Yeah, exactly. The sound is usually not... Like, whatever you're watching on video is not what the audience is hearing yeah, usually. Yeah, we saw
0: that with, a lot of, with quite a few NYT shows, actually. Yeah, a lot um, of our
1: shows, like, when you watch them on video, you're like, this this is pretty terrible. Yeah. <laughs> and, a, and a lot of it has to do with the sound mixing that doesn't... Like, the audience hears a different mix than what's going to be heard on a video exactly. recording.
0: And so I think that that's, that's good that live theater's potentially going to get back up and running in yeah. New England. And then... Actors also, as we've seen, are getting pretty desperate. Actors are pretty much going and doing everything. I know a lot of actors who are like big time, well, quote unquote, big time Broadway actors are going and doing like television shows. Like they're going into film and acting because that's all that there is right now. And I know the film acting scene is actually, actually, pretty popular right now. There's a lot of new stuff coming out. I know my friend is doing a lot of like self tapes and stuff that she's sending in Mm -hmm. uh, because that's what's available right now and that's what people are doing. But I know that like people like Christian Chenoweth, huge. Huge actress. You think she would just do stick to the stage, but no, nah, she's going and she's doing a cooking show, I think, with Food Network. Yeah. That's What's it like, about? It's Like Candyland themed or something. Candyland themed. Yes. Theme? And I'm like oh, Molasses Lake. This is what she's using her education. Where did yeah. she go? She went somewhere huge, right?
1: Gumdrop Valley. I know
0: this is what she's using it for. <laughs> I mean, good for her. Hopefully yeah. she's making money off of that. If you gotta make money, you gotta make money. But like that's a little I don't know, people are definitely yeah. Stepping outside of what, what they, they yeah, technically love to do, like what they need to do to survive, which, whatever.
1: And actually, that's actually, I think that's, I, I see it as a positive that people are willing to humble themselves to just get to do work. I to, think actors have always been there. humbling themselves, though. Like, yeah. aren't they usually servants well, and
0: servants. <laughs> I meant servers, servants. like waitresses and yeah. waiters and stuff.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. So they're probably used to, uh, I, I think, but once you get famous, it's probably a lot harder.
0: Probably, but I think most actors are humbled instantly when they're rejected for the first 16 times, you know, like it's more like a, okay, got it. This is what we're doing now. And they still say in it. Actors have to be resilient, which is nice. I don't know if actors have to be humble, but they are humbled. lots of times.
1: Yes. Agreed. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about, um, this is just like more of a philosophical question or maybe more of a like, like future, like consideration. Um, all the major sports teams keep shutting down, reopening, shutting down. NFL football is saying, you know, hey, we might have 5,000 people allowed to come see our games. They're used to having like 70,000. Mm-hmm. Baseball is obviously no no crowd. Basketball, no crowd. NHL is shutting down because of protests. Yeah. So it's it's becoming kind of ridiculous to the level where I'm like, wow, is there going to be – I mean, because I remember back in the day when – MLB Major League Baseball went on strike they lost like a huge chunk of their fan base just because they went on strike so I wonder if I wonder and we were talking about this earlier I wonder if the the non-attendance at major sporting events in college football etc I wonder if that ha- has a net positive for live theater and live entertainment I wonder if is there any gain for the theater community with all these big um, competing sports endeavors uh, in entertainment being shut down or not allowing audiences? Will that help theater? What do you think?
0: I don't I don't know. Because I know that when I talk to people, there are lots of people that right off the bat, I tell them I do theater and they're like, oh, good for you. And You're it's more of like, interested. I'm not going to go see your show, but like, good for you that you do something, you know, like, and I, it's like, I get it. It's like a respect thing. And I'm not going to go, I don't think I would choose to go see a football game. Like, and if I had a choice between a football game and a theater production, I'm seeing the theater production every time. Um, But I think when you look at like what, 70,000 people, there's bound to be at least like a thousand people in there that are like, okay, well, we're
1: open. We want family entertainment.
0: If I can't do a sports thing, maybe I'll try like the theater. Maybe it's like the movies or something. I would say Um, it's
1: maybe, maybe it's even higher than a thousand because, yeah, families don't really take go-to sporting events because it's so expensive, but those that do, they're looking for something that's something their family can do together. So, yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if there's a a, a somehow a boost to live events and live I mean, theater. The, the
0: audience what you get out of a sh- like a uh, seeing a sporting event versus a show is very different okay. like what you get out of seeing a show is like oh a nice little escape for the afternoon and like right. it's fun and you get to laugh and clap and listen to people saying it's fun um, whereas the theat- I think the sporting events are more like for like that team alliance and like having yeah, something more that like you is root for even more for. of an emotional yeah, experience yeah exactly it's more of like a oh. adrenaline rush like oh it's my something, gosh my some, team scored a touchdown it's definitely something very different um, yeah that's not true not that one's better than but, the other but like but look
1: at it maybe look at it from this angle look at it from like here's our budget for entertainment this month as a family our budget is $100 or $200 or whatever the number is. We are not able to spend it on this event. Let's consider other like local options. Or yeah. thats I mean, that's kind of wishful thinking on my part, but I wonder if there'll be a net result where families explore other ways to spend their yeah, dollars. Yeah, just
0: like try it out when they would usually be like, yeah. um, no. Let's try it. Let's try it. I heard we have season tickets to the Astros. We don't need to go be seeing that Little Mermaid, you know?
1: Right, right. You're probably right. It's probably two different audiences, but I'd be interested to see if there's somehow a net positive for live theater, which is what I would hope would happen.
0: Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Okay. Well, I think that we can welcome in our next section of the segment, um, our cast of Aladdin. So, all right. And now we have some guests with us today. We have the good old regular Justin Parks, non-co-host. Arabian Night. Why? Uh, why? Like I'm not inviting day. you back on if you keep what? singing.
1: You said to sing, right? No,
0: I did not. I said no more singing. Oh, okay, I got it wrong.
1: Yeah, but don't don't <laughs> cut that out.
0: I, it's it's gonna be in because I'm talking over it. Okay, good. Um, you guys want to introduce yourselves and the I character that you play, please?
2: No, I, I can. I, I would like to. Yes. Go so, ahead. My name is Joshua Lackney, and I will be playing Jafar, my nice. first lead. Yeah. Yay. Uh, my name is Ethan Sa'at.
3: Uh, I play Aladdin in Aladdin Jr.
0: Nice. Yay! Um, So these are our two guests today coming to represent Aladdin. So for those of you who don't know, NYT is doing their first summer show, which means that they have cut down the process. So with A Little Mermaid, as Joshua, you would remember... um, the process was 7 months long. That's a lot of months. <laughs> so I think in order to compensate for that, NYT was like, "We'll do a show in 1 month or 2 months." 1 week. 1, one week. week. 1 yeah. week of rehearsal. 1 week of <laughs> rehearsal and then a little bit of prep time, right? Yeah, um,
1: we've been pr- they've been preparing with their scripts for the last month or so, right? More yeah. or less. Yeah, mm. we we're so supposed e- to be.
0: Mm, yeah. Either way, short process, right? Yeah. So that's quite the jump from, you know, 7 months of working on one thing to okay, well, let's speed it up. So I think that's an interesting analysis of coronavirus some things are really sped up some things are really prolonged like we can't really decide because time is different now time is different um so with that a lot of them all, all of the leads actually had to go home after their auditions after the cast list came out and look at the script themselves and decide and not decide to and to rehearse. they needed to
1: memorize their character before they
0: show up for the exactly they had morning. to make all their decisions they had to yep. they had to block it in their head for at least in a way that helped them memorize. Because I know with me, blocking helps memorize. Obviously, that blocking is going to change as they um, come in for that one week of rehearsal. Um, But they had to do a lot on their own. So how was it creating this character and memorizing the script on your own?
2: Yeah, so um, like like they said in the last episode, uh, it is very helpful to um, project yourself into the role of the character. So basically, um, the way I approached it is, what if I was... Evil. What if I was power hungry? What if I was like that? And then I just pretended to be that, and yeah. voila. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah,
3: it definitely called for a lot of discipline. You know, um, I personally have never had a process like this where we had to kind of um, do everything on our own with no directing guidance until a week before. Yeah, is when shows actually happen. And so, like he said, yeah. you have to kind, you have to imagine yourself as that character, and of course, you need to be doing that regardless of whether the process goes like this. Yeah, definitely. Um, But even more so, I think, with... uh, how this process
2: works, yeah, especially yeah. with no like actual directors telling you exactly. Okay, so yeah. now you got to make sure and be very vibrant for this scene. You got to, sure you, yeah. you got to for yourself. Put your own spin on mm-hmm. how you're going to be um, doing the scenes and doing the dialogue, yeah. and so exactly. that's going to be a lot of fun to see whenever we get there Definitely. in person. Yeah, and
0: like so, there's a lot of scenes with more than one person, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, and y'all have not been practicing with those people, right? So for that week that you go back in and you finally get to put another person in, because right now. Either you're reading it in your head and you're doing it yourself, or you're probably having like a sibling or something do it with you. Um, how do you think that's going to change the way that you are playing the character in that scene, having a completely different person who's been doing this on their own as well? Yeah, I
2: say, I'd say um, we're going to have to play off of each other. Exactly, because, yeah. you're
3: definitely going to have to adapt to um, how your other actors uh, have memorized their part
0: and yeah.
1: kind of Do you guys know that you know one of the scenes you could do a couple lines from that you do together, or no? Um more or less, it, why
0: yeah. Why don't we try it
3: out?
0: Just let's give fun. us let's give us a little uh, sample What's of the a character place? voice.
2: Yeah, so um okay. there's this one scene where uh he comes in as Prince yeah. Ali, you know, it's a big, big yeah, everyone yeah. knows it if you've seen a lot of <laughs> the yeah. beginning yeah. line. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So basically he comes in and I'm like, oh great, he's here. Um I don't know him. Um so I'm like, mm-hmm. um see here, Prince abu Boo A Whatever. As someone who has known the princess her entire life, I can assure you that you are not her type.
3: Oh really? Rich, charming and handsome. That's everybody's type. Yeah, the pr- the princess will fall for me on the spot, or else my name isn't Prince Ali of Ababa. And then yeah, Jasmine. And nice. nice. Very, good.
0: Very good. I love Alrighty. it. Already, it's Oh my gosh, look at worthy. them. Uh-huh. Yes, exactly.
1: This and is th- why they were chosen. Exactly. Yeah. I
0: love that we have such... And y'all are young too, right? Like uh, seven, 15. 15. 15. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you're only 15, 16?
3: Uh, 16 since like two days ago. Nice. Yeah. Oh, happy uh, birthday. Really um, birthday. Um, but yeah,
0: we have really responsible young actors who are like going off and doing their own I, thing. I I
1: love it. I love it, because I'm a big... Those of you that know me and have worked with me, I'm big on self-direction, uh-huh. which is like, it's just basically saying actors, it's your job to come in with 90% or more of mm-hmm. what you need. Like with your facial expressions, with the way you deliver the lines, um, I'm not going to interrupt you, hopefully not interrupt you a lot in your in your character. Um, I'm trusting you to do a lot on your own. And the reason you are picked is because we see that in you, that you can be self-directed, that you can make choices on your own. Because that actually prepares you much better for a life of theater than it does when you have to really rely on the director for every move or every yeah. facial expression or every intonation. So, yeah, I'm big on that. and I lo- So I love actors that are that learn to be independent workers and learn yeah. to come in prepared and learn to bring what they bring to the table. Because I also find that the best performances come from the actors who've made a oh, lot of their own sure. decisions. If, if they're basically kind of mimicking what the director wants, it, it can come across as a little bit less authentic and less like organic and yeah. so you know i know there are a lot of actors out there that like direction because mm-hmm. they, they need that feedback and so like as a director you have to if you are advocating for self-direction you do have to still give compliments and still like say it mm-hmm. like I mean, ethan can probably attest like he was very much self-directed during when we did lion king together he he came up with almost like 90 plus percent of the ideas yeah. in his own Vo- his own voice and his own like blocking nice. and everything, and it was really effective. He did yeah, it, was really good. he was so good, was so, so believable. Good. Um, but you know, like sometimes as a director, you like take the actors for granted that are yeah. self directed. Like, I remember a lot of my like some of my I know
0: like, they're still 13, yeah, like yeah. There's still right. they're still children that need young you to say, like, good need, job, right? Right? Yeah.
1: Like, it kind of struck me one of the shows I did, like, the last after the last show. I'm like, you guys were so amazing, and like, complimented some of the leads, and they're like. I could kind of tell by their reaction that they didn't get enough
0: compliments. Yes, <laughs> during
1: the process. <laughs> no, I
0: totally get. It actually, I think positive affirmations can completely change a person's experience with the process. I know for me, yeah. It, but this, I miss Labanski, who's my. Director at um, school, she's the same way. She's very much about self-direction. She gives a lot of like good feedback, and she gives a lot of good um, information about the blocking. But um, she's very much self-directed. I remember thinking, literally, the entire process of Sense Sensibility and the entire process of Freaky Friday, both of them back to back, just being extremely concerned the entire time that am I wasn't. Am I doing a good job? Am I doing? Does she like regret casting me in this yeah. role? Because yeah, I was, just I was getting, because I was getting nothing. Like I wasn't getting, like it wasn't getting negative feedback, but I also wasn't getting positive oh, feedback. Right. So I was like, am I? am I doing this right? Like, so as much as it's self-directed and mu- as much as I'm like, heck yeah. Like I get to put my own spin into it. There's also like a, definitely a dire need for like, you're doing a good job. Like I really like yeah. what you did there. Like we good take, job. we
1: take the good actors. For, unfortunately, directors that are like that tend to take the good actors for granted. Yeah. They tend to focus on the parts of the show that need help, let's yeah. say. Um, and kind of like, well, they'll do it. You know, these yeah. two will be fine. They probably, and actually in truth be told, like this week of, doing the show, you guys probably won't hear a lot from me just because th- I'm really focused on other things and yeah. I do trust you guys very much. So it's mm-hmm. almost, it's like a compliment that yep. I'm like, Even Hey, I'm not worried about you. Like You're going to you. do a great job. And probably you won't hear until like, you yeah. know, after the show, like, Hey, you guys nailed it. No pressure. Um, right. right. <laughs> we are, we are implementing like for a lot and we are implementing like teams. So there's going to be That's like good. teams of seven and eight. And, um, so, and there will be like, like literal gold stars and stickers that we're going to hand we out through stars. the process. So, like, you'll get a couple of gold stars if you do do your scene well. Or mm-hmm. Are we allowed to put
2: those on our costume whenever we go on to perform? <laughs> or no,
1: way but to you can put it on your name tag. And like each that. team that gets the most gold stars will win a prize. Like this
0: kind of like a camp feel. For yeah, the we will have a camp feel That's for fun. sure.
1: We get a sneak peek into it. That's very yeah, nice. Like yeah. 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 yeah.
0: <laughs> um, so one thing I also want to talk about... Um, we- one thing important with acting on stage is chemistry, right? Um, I'm pretty bad with that. And, and it doesn't even have to be romantic chemistry, like just with other people. Um, I'm pretty good at like thinking about my role in terms of me and in terms of what I need to be doing, like my motivations and my wants and my object- objectives and whatnot. But then when it comes to other people, and letting other people in and like thinking about your relationship with them, and thinking about their motivation and their wants, um, I think that's probably a lot <laughs> thanks Ryan, I think that's probably a lot more difficult. Um, he found, a way, he found a way in, he found a way in. He sneezed his way in. No, but I think that's probably a lot more difficult when you're doing it on your own and when you um, have to include another person. So how have you been figuring out, like how do you think you're going to be able to work that chemistry and effective chemistry into your scenes once you go back for that week?
2: So um we do have a few scenes as I've said. Um we're not like best friends or anything, but you yeah. know, I know him pretty well. Yeah, like we, know we definitely known each other before this show. Um so, so we can like we do know we do have a bit of a grasp about how each other will react. Yeah. Yeah. Um That's we have got scenes with other people too and um we do have a few new kids. Like our Sultan is a new person. He's never done any shows before. Yes, yeah.
0: yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. So, and then our also um the girl plays Jasmine is right? new. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And she she was amazing, yeah. let me just say. So yeah. So it's going to be cool
0: to see like That is going to be I didn't even think about that that's going to be interesting though because there are kids in this cast who have known each other since like you know Lion King and there's going to be kids who just met each other this show because they're brand new There's a
1: lot of new students and so it's going to be interesting
0: to see how that develops because yeah you're right you already know how the other person acts you know how they react like we've seen you in Hans we've seen you in um, Scar we've seen you in you know we've seen you in your roles we saw you what was the name of in Little Mermaid,
2: Grimsby. Grimsby. Nobody, thank you. nobody remembers I don't,
0: it. I am sorry, <laughs> but um, we've Eric's seen Butler. Nine, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. We've seen you in those um, roles, so y'all know how y'all act, and it's going to be a, like an easy thing. But you have no idea how Jasmine acts. You have no idea how the Sultan acts. You have no idea. You saw them in callbacks, but that but, yeah, you know, one day, yeah. one day can be very different than the actual performance, and we know that as actors. Um, so I think it's going to be really interesting. What do you think, Justin?
1: Well, I well, <laughs> when we cast the show, we definitely cast actors that we thought could step. right into the roles Mm. so we weren't like let's take a big risk on somebody we were like who's clearly this part or who's clearly this part and fortunately we had real solid not that the people that didn't get the parts weren't really solid because we had like serious competition for quite a few Ooh, yeah. of the it's roles
0: like six, it's like a 60 person cast. well
1: originally yeah we had 60 and then um because of this whole shutdown thing we we lost a couple like i think a dozen okay. because of that but um it's still a very decent sized cast Especially and we a had show yeah, yeah we had awesome turnout for auditions and callbacks really really high level of talent for every part um but you know that said the people that are in the roles are really suited for the role so i'm not i have z- very little concern about whether they're going to step in. And as you saw with these two reading together, they had never rehearsed before, and it was already like a pretty... Like
0: put it on stage, we're good. Yeah, yeah. It's,
1: it's, it's ready to go. The <laughs> the energy was right there. The The conversation was really good. And um, yeah, so I'm not, I'm not worried about that at all. I'm Mm-mm. more concerned about the bigger picture things, like how do we put together a large chorus number with yeah, 50 people, definitely. and they only have like really an hour to learn the song, and yeah. they have to be in sync. Like normally we would spend... You know, double or triple that time on a on a large scale number, and so that's I think that's going to be the bigger challenge. Is like they have to work all day, um, it, they have to go to school all day, they have to come to rehearsal for the rest of their day, they yeah. have to go home late, and then they got to come back. the you know, next day after school and do the same thing. So I think it's going to be a challenging week, um, but in some ways, I'm kind of interested to see because we've never done anything like this. We've the closest thing we've ever ha- had would be 24 hour musical. And that that usually entails around, like, not exactly 24 hours, probably 20, 22 hours of rehearsal. But it's spread over the course of four weeks. So they have time to practice what they've learned at home. This is going to be different. It's not the same thing to watch a YouTube video and then all you know know it perfectly. It's going to take longer for sure. So I do think that this process is going to be even more um, challenging than a twenty-four Probably hour frustrating musical. Too. Yeah. yeah, I think there's going to be lots of like questions and, but at the same time, I see it as being a great opportunity for um, actors, especially teen actors, to learn what it's like to improvise even more and to make it up as they go even more and to how do they handle pressure like this um, even more? Because I think we learn more um, from challenging circumstances and things not going right than we do when everything's mapped out for us and planned out perfectly. Yeah. Now, we have worked really hard on a schedule that I think is going to help them and that is possible for them to be successful. Mm-hmm. But uh, again, I think this is going to be a very unique experience for our actors. I think they're going to learn a lot. I think they're going to be challenged like they've never, never been challenged before and we're doing it in front of a live audience this isn't a video situation where we yeah. go okay well we're filming on Friday so <laughs> if you make a big mistake we'll push pause yeah. none of that it's going to be a live audience there'll be 100 plus people watching each show um, we'll, we'll have sold out crowds for sure and um, eh- you know, so it's going to be an exciting week, but I think it's going to be very challenging yeah. for sure.
2: I'd say hopefully um, the live audience will actually be easier because um, mm-hmm. during Mermaid, like we had this one instance where um, you all heard about it. Uh, mm-hmm. If you watched, if you listened to the previous episode, um, the curtain opened randomly uh, and there's yeah. like yeah. everyone was on stage getting ready for the next scene. And the rest of us were out there like, just keep going, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we had that one instance because we were filming that and that was it. So everybody watching yeah. the recording will see that. Um, versus if you've got three separate shows, sure, there will be live people there, sure. but you're going to have three instances to improve oh, and right. improve and right. improve, and yeah.
1: hopefully the last one's going to be the best. And yeah, it's exactly, good. and it's um, not
0: one show that's indicative of all yeah, seven indeed. months yeah. Yeah.
1: of work. That's like, a really good point. I haven't even thought of that, which is that there, there's an h- enormous value yeah. from having more than one live exactly. show. And
0: you can redeem yourself if you yeah, mess yeah. yeah. up the first yeah. time. I messed
1: up that harmony, or I, or yeah, I missed that dance move, whatever it might exactly. be.
0: Exactly, it's like a nice little little do-over um, I think also one thing that we learned from 24hour musical that um, I think we talked about it in like the third episode with children of Eden is you learn the importance of ensemble mm-hmm. and like I think that that's when you're in the ensemble it's really hard to feel like that at least uh, when I was in ensemble growing up you know my ages of whatever eight to 14 mm-hmm. um, you don't feel you're not like you're not in the ensemble thinking like I'm really important to the show because like it's just one of those things like you you look at the leads and like you put them on this pedestal
2: yeah
0: and it's just kind of part of theater it's not like a it's just like that and so i think with 24 musical what i learned is that when the ensemble is really devoted the show's really good yeah. and when the ensemble goes home and does their work the show's really good mm-hmm. and the ensemble is insanely incredibly important and it's not like they're just important in 24 right. musical it's just you see the immediate effects of when you've come back after a week of rehearsal, and everybody in the ensemble went home and worked on it, mm-hmm. and you're watching it, and you're like, "Wow, we're really like we're, this yeah, is going to like be a, really it's good." Like,
1: it's like the difference between a team where you have like a couple star players, yeah, exactly, and you, as an audience, like as a crowd, you watch and you're like, "Oh, there's a couple of good players on the mm-hmm. team," versus a team that everyone's in sync, everyone's. Doing their absolute best, it takes it from like being a B to being like an A.
0: It goes from like, oh, the leads were pretty good to That was a really good show, right? And if it's a really good show, it means the ensemble did a really good job. Yeah. And so I think Agreed. if we see the ensemble of Aladdin going home and taking the, this like whatever month to like practice and really learn their dances and learn their songs and um, put in the work, I think we're gonna see a really really good show.
1: Yeah. yeah. The other thing I'm I'm like believe it or not I'm actually it sounds weird but I'm excited slash interested in. Is this idea that really we are not coming in fully prepared? No matter how much yeah. we do for four days, there's no chance we're prepared. So it's like going to a NASCAR race. It's like, is there going to be a crash? I don't know. Because you never know at a NASCAR race what's going to happen. This is a good example of like, we don't know what's going to happen on yeah. Friday. So it's, as an audience member, it's actually kind of exciting to come yeah. into a, a, like, a, A situation where the stakes are very high Mm -hmm. It's like oh they've only worked for four days my goodness what's going to happen on Friday you know versus coming into something that's been like a a several month process where it's Mm -hmm. kind of like measured out and you're like it's going to be good they've worked hard on it like there's not as much of a sense of anything could happen yeah stuff could fall you know somebody could somebody's might not be wearing their correct costume yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: why is Jafar wearing Jasmine's dress (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: I hope that doesn't happen, but I, I, very, much ho- I very much hope that does not happen.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spoken like a true Jafar.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. Yeah. So anywho.
0: Yeah. So are there any does Did any he, uh, everybody have any closing thoughts or anything like that before we sign off?
2: I would say this, um, whenever we come in the first week, is going to be very indicative. We're going to see yes. who truly prepared and who yes. did not yeah. prepare. Yeah. It's yeah. So everybody,
0: and if, even if people who came in and they didn't prepare, they have four days to figure yeah. it out. That's right. And if you
1: if you want to come see a show where we don't know what's going to happen, <laughs> definitely come to the Friday night show yeah. because. If we're, yeah. not, we're not pretending that it's going to be perfect on yeah, Friday. We're not. basically saying we don't know what's going to happen, and watch. that's actually kind of fun and be a part to come of it. see it. Yeah. You
0: know? Be a part of as the actors are figuring it out, yeah. too.
2: I'm foreseeing a lot of improv happening. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes, totally.
0: So what are the dates What are the dates of Aladdin?
1: Uh, it's in two weeks, so let's see. I should know this off the top of my head, but I'm getting worse with dates. So it's September 11th at okay. 7 p.m., oh, yeah. and then there are two shows on the 12th.
0: Okay. And then that also means that in the next week, they have one week to, to get, get ready rid for of Grim. get yep. rid of Aladdin yeah. and get ready for Grimm because we sh- we our auditions about, are September yeah. 18th and 19th. I'll be there. Are y'all auditioning? Do you I am know? doing it okay, and I'm so uh,
2: excited.
1: I
3: have
0: no idea. He's a question mm, mark right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people you you have what two weeks to figure three weeks to figure it out. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about Grimm a little bit? Yeah,
1: we should talk um, what's coming up next with NYT. We just started classes on Tuesday, Ooh, Tarzan. So Tarzan yep, is going I'm there, full, nice. full scale. Um, and then, ov- obviously, we've got Aladdin coming up. And then, w- like she said, one more week after that, we're auditioning for a brand new musical called Grim Fairy Tales. Mm-hmm. It is a f- just a phenomenal musical. It's so, so fun. There's so many fun characters. There's like over, I believe it's like 30 speaking roles. Yeah, um, it's a lot. And lots of real catchy music. Like uh, for those of you that have been to shows and you walk out and you're like, that was a good show. But you don't remember a single song from the show.
0: You'll this song you will will be remember in your lots sure. of
1: songs from the show. They're very catchy. Um, it's got a it's a kind of a fairytale mashup. There's the whole basic plot is that um, the Brothers Grimm have written all these wonderful stories. Um, it's kind of the, the thing that the glue that keeps their whole life and their town together. And um, there's a character called Rumble Stiltskin that comes in. He he tries to screw it up basically, mm-hmm. and he uses the he enlists some of the stepmother, stepmother and the queen, and yeah. these, the other, e- these evil characters that come yeah. in and they kind of cast a spell over these fairy tales to mash them up. Yeah. And so it's kind of like it's not like Into the Woods but it is, in an essence it is. It's be- not
0: the same plot as Into the Woods but it's the same like idea of like fairy tales coming together. Yeah.
1: So Into the Woods meets Shrek kind of.
0: Sure. <laughs> yeah. But there's more of like there's more high stakes because it's the main character who's actually Little Red um going through and she's an outsider. She's not she's not technically part of any story in this um, show and she's coming through and she's meeting these stories as they're broken and she's seeing each person like without their happily ever after and then she's on her way to um, eventually get to the point where she meets Rumble Stiltskin and they have this whole like battle thing. And so it's very much an adventure musical, which I think is kind of hard to find. Mm-hmm. Um, even with Into the Woods, it's more of like a scavenger hunt musical. Mm-hmm. This one's a like there's like a task and there's, there's uh there's uh, evil and yeah, there's, there's, like, there's the a an battle actual... and there's like there's like specific elements, but there's also like one thing I think is really great about this show is it. It's for it would be good if you feel like oh I don't know what this next season of my life is going to look like like I don't know if I can devote like every single weekend to the show because a lot of the roles in the show are in like maybe two scenes and they have like their breakout number they have uh, their breakout song yeah. where they're featured. There's
1: a lot of amazing featured exactly. cameo type roles and then
0: that's what you get to work on and that's what you get to perfect and so I think that's really exciting and that's why a lot of people I think it'll be very. Um, appealing to even like more of our teenagers Mm -hmm. because like I know I'm busy. I know I have my college application season coming up. Um, but
1: yeah. And you won't be called to rehearsals just because we're having rehearsals. We're I'm, I'm, I'm a director that only calls people if they're needed. Yeah, I I value time differently that way. I don't want actors to come in and be like, what do we do? I want them to have things to work on or they're not called for rehearsals. So it is, it is going to be, your time will be very valued. Um, the other thing I'm really excited about is this is the first show that we've ever done that we have the full rights to stream the show. Yeah. yeah. So this will be a live streaming opportunity for NYT. Mm-hmm. Um, relatives in other states will be able to, in other regions, will be able to, or if they're And isolated, it will be live
0: streamed and live performance. Right. There's
1: going to be a live performance for a live audience. But in addition to that, we're going to be live streaming the show um At least one performance will be live streamed.
0: Yeah, so So that's kind of a cool. If you have family that like isn't gonna fly out to see you perform, at least they can tune in. Then go online
1: and and watch it live. Exactly. Yeah, so that's an exciting element about the show. We're using Concordia again, which is a sweet, really kind of a cool space. Um, It's a smaller space, so we'll be doing a lot of creative um, scenery choices and projections and things like that. Um, So it'll be a. um, And again, this show has not been produced many times. It's only been produced, I think, five. No, it's been produced five times. Five? Yeah, it, it it was licensed a few times. Like Indiana did it. Oh, okay, a, cool. A theater company nice. in Washington did the show, so it's not like it's so new that it hasn't proven itself. It has proven itself. Um, I know the group that did it in Washington. They they wrote me and said we would like to produce it again. It was that nice. successful. Mm-hmm. So Same good. thing happened in Indiana. They're like, we want to do this again. So I know that the the reviews are very strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it,
0: the it, the reviews were strong enough that I did it when I was nine, and I want to do it now that I'm. Gonna be eighteen. Yeah, so like nine it's, years later. It's just it's one of those shows that like I did it and I was like I want to do it again. It was really fun. Like yeah. it's it's definitely gonna be one of those shows that you do and you don't forget which so is yeah. exciting.
2: So you get to come in with firsthand uh, first-hand experience. Yeah, on. I'm, I'm a little gonna... bit on
0: the up A VPN. little bit of an
1: advantage. I
0: know all the songs, but the thing is, you'll go to callbacks and you'll hear the song once and you will know it. It's, yeah. it's just yeah. those songs that you hear and you, you know them. Like, to make
1: it fair, we'll have to have you sing the songs backwards.
0: Okay, oh, okay. yeah, that's fair. You'll I sing your songs mean. backwards. Just yeah, no. Jillian or everyone? Just Jillian. Okay, no. Just Jillian. No. Oh. <laughs> no, I do know the music beforehand and I can just tell you it's really good music. Like yeah. I, I like it enough to come out of what... I wasn't planning on doing another NYT show, and it was like one of those things that, like, if we do Graham, I'm definitely doing it. Like, what? Yeah. Not even a question, because I love every single role in that show. I would be willing to devote hours and hours of time to do yeah. another NYT musical, even though this fall season's super busy for me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Senior year, all exactly. That. I have college applications. I have senior year I of my AP classes. I have online school, which is a lot more demanding than I thought it would be. Um, so, yeah. but this is one of those shows that I'm like, okay, cool.
1: Yeah. So uh, if you're listening to this and you're on the fence. About auditioning for Grimm, we encourage you to come out and do it. It's going it. to be once in a lifetime opportunity, I, I think. Sure. think. Unless Texas we do it. Unless premiere. Unless we do it again, yeah. exactly. And well, then it'll we'll be a twice in a lifetime. But be, you'd, be the first, you'd be in the first cast. First and there's something cast really special really about amazing. that, too. I
0: definitely agree. And I definitely think NYT, I think we saw it with Teen Camp, is on the cusp of a new generation coming in. And so I think this will be a fun new bonding experience for that new generation that's coming into like the 14, 15, 16 year olds. We, um, we were yeah. just talking yeah. about these exactly. Yeah. that. Exactly. Yeah. It's that new we're generation, I think. And that I think, exactly, y'all are, yeah. the, y'all are the older kids now, and so I think that'll be fun for y'all to get to do Grim Fairy Tales as your, like, beginning show for yeah. that. Yeah. I think Maybe. Joseph was that for my generation, so yeah. y'all yeah, will have okay. that for Grim, which is yeah. really exciting. I agree. And I'm excited to watch that happen as it does. Um, I think we're going to have to sign off for this one. I uh, Thank you for listening. Uh, show up for, au- for auditions for Grimm. Show up to Aladdin. Come watch and support these two. Um, and we will see you on our next episode. Bye. Adios. Bye.
2: Bye. See you later. Yeah. The antics.